Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Somebody say playoffs, the NBA, Major League Baseball, and National Hockey League are in full swing, and our partners at Bet Online have you covered. If that's not your jam, they've got esports and even an online casino that never closes. So take full advantage of sports being back in and get in on the action with hundreds of odds, futures, and props for you to bet on. So head to betonline.ag today and sign up to receive our welcome bonus on your first deposit. Again, that's betonline.ag and sign up today. Bet online, your online sports experts. All right, well, welcome back to another episode of Believe in Skateboarding. Uh, I'm your host, Jim Gray, and we start the show with the same freaking question every time. That's, I'm Jim Gray, who the hell are you? I'm Wee Man. Wee Man. <laughs> Jason Acuna. Jason Acuna. Acuna. Yeah. Okay. All right. It's, Does that mean you're Hispanic? I'm very Hispanic. Acuna. Are 100% a mix? No, you're a my mutt. Dad, yeah, I'm a mutt. All my right. dad's 100% okay. LA native Hispanic. And my mom's full German from full Germany. Full German. Wow. See, I'm yeah. half Irish and half Swedish. Oh, there you so go. we're all mutts. We're this all is, mutts. It's yeah. freaking America. Yeah. So, uh, so why don't you tell people like when we met each other? We met each other, I want to say 1987, 88, I would believe. Well, somewhere in that and area. And it was at a skate shop in Torrance, California, by the name of Viking. Viking, all right. And See, was, I wouldn't remember the name, but I remembered it was a... It was a, it was a yeah, Viking Skate Shop. And I was awesome. there with... Who was there? Mike Smith? Who was there? You, Mike Smith, and one other person. And I can't think of the third person ever. Yeah, and the funny thing that I remember too is this. It wasn't Chris Miller. I don't think so. No. no. It was Because if those eight, that ties out, I was either riding for Haro or Blockhead. I don't it know was where Blockhead. It was. Okay, Blockhead. You okay. were Blockhead. Um, and we remember, I was like, oh, dude, Jim Gray, from, you know, Blockhead, Mike Smith. And there was one other, but there wasn't really a setup at the demo. Oh, we just so came to show up. There's a whole bunch of kids. And a whole I, bunch of kids. We all went street skating. Exactly. I remember because yep. everybody's standing around. It's hard when you're the pro, like, I'm supposed to entertain these kids. <laughs> What are we? What are we doing here? And I'm like, uh, okay, you guys want to go for a skate? And everyone's yeah. like, let's go. So we just went through the neighborhood. I didn't even know the neighborhood. Yeah, so I think there was a school down the street. School we just down the street. The street. Then we went through uh, behind a gas station too. Yeah, that and was. Then, uh, and then rolled back. That was fun. The one other thing I remember about the demo was Hal Fishman from Channel Nine News or something. Or someone he showed did, up. He did a report on it. Yeah, and I know later that night they're just like, oh, the skateboard demo today. I mean, rest in peace, Hal. I believe I saw that he passed away a few years ago. And if he didn't, I'm sorry. I, 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 <laughs> I'm pretty sure I saw that. But he, was like, he was like a Channel Nine news yeah. guy or something like that, and yeah, um, and dude, he was like 80 back then, so I don't know. Oh he'd dang, be, he'd be pretty old if he was. They still. put him during the daytime fun ones <laughs> near, near the end. Yeah, really. so that, that's how that's how we met each other. And uh, how did you find your way into the skateboard culture more than just a skater? Obviously, every kid's a skater, but how did you get sucked yeah. into ending up hanging out with sponsored guys, getting sponsored, that kind of stuff? Uh, so I did. Start hanging out with Mike Smith a lot. So Smith was Hermosa Beach local guy. We were always in. I grew up in Torrance. We were in Hermosa all the time. And uh, he then he started like 
every you know every few years old pros want to keep their company going and start adding new little ams or different things so you were a mike smith add-on yeah mike smith like add-on when he when he brought liberty skateboards out so we were like oh dude and me and a buddy my buddy chuck designed a couple boards for him we actually did shapes and designs like newer ones because he's like i don't know what the kids are riding was this days. early liberty mike doing himself yes okay so pre like world connection or whoever way pre-world okay. this right. was mike even pre yeah todd congelier world yeah. all that so uh it was right when the rabbit came out and the fist like he just did those himself and we did a couple shapes and stuff but then right at right at that time big brother magazine was coming out and god help us all yeah although it did help you in the end yep <laughs> it totally helped me in the end so rick kosick was main photographer for them and somehow mike got him to come out and shoot a whole bunch of us like skate he goes hey guys we're gonna have a day we're gonna have a photographer i want everybody and there was like five of us on the team so we went out and we met up with rick and we went to el segundo and skated and rick shot a bunch of photos of us and rick then said to me hey man I'm actually working for Big Brother. We want to do a piece on you skating. And I'm like, all right, let's do this. And then we went out a couple more days. So was that your first public, your first yeah. public scene by the public thing? Was, was a Big Brother Big piece? Big Brother magazine, yeah. Went through Cossack. Well, thanks, Cossack. And Cossack told you to tell me hi today. I Cossack love that. said hi, yeah. And then Bo Brown said hello to you. So I love yeah. that. The all the bros. The, the bros can the go on The skateboard community. So I'll tell you my quick Mike Smith story because otherwise I'll forget it. Okay. So obviously we know Mike did on his own. Then he did something with Rocco. Then it disappeared for a while. Then he came back. So... I don't know, 10 years ago or something, or maybe more than that, maybe 12 years ago, he, he won like top 10 or whatever in the pool party. Okay. And he got $4,000. Four, four or five. Wait, I remember this. This was at Vans. Uh, this might have even been yeah. like 15 something. It might have been 15 years ago. Still at ABC, which has been closed for 10 years. So it's, it was before that, and I can't remember exactly yeah. when. But Mike, um, because Mike has had his you know issues Wait, with... Uh, I don't think he won or got in the contest. He won oh, best some, slam. Oh, something like that. Yeah. He, all right. There and you Tylenol, go. You're right. All right. Tylenol gave him. There you go. See. Five grand. Like, you're finishing the story up. Maybe yeah. it was five grand. Because here's the funny thing: is he brought that check to me and signed it over to me because he knew if he deposited it, it'd be gone. He just spend it all. It blows. So he yeah. literally came over and signed the back of the check <laughs> and said, "I want to make some Liberty boards." Yes. So I cashed his Tylenol check. <laughs> <laughs> and made him some Liberty boards. Yeah. You know, um, and that was pretty fun. It was actually pretty fun. I do but, love Mike. I mean, I skated against him in contests when we were 13 and 14. He yeah. was such a talented dude. Um, I wish he'd just get his shit together and, yeah. and freaking come back out and play with us. So that same day, uh, I was out street skating. And this was like before. So this was a while ago because I was in the hospital or I was going into the hospital for like a broken or sprained ankle. So I'm sitting in the waiting room. It's kind of quiet. And next thing you know, I hear this guy screaming out of his lungs. And it's Mike Smith. And I'm like, oh, fuck. What, you know, what's Mike Smith doing here? And then everybody called me, dude. Mike slammed huge on the combi ball. Like, best slam ever. Like, all this. Da, da, da. And I'm like, I just seen him come into the hospital. That's pretty funny. Screaming. God, what a weird world we live in. Yeah. How that would tie and together. Then I, and then I knew. They're like, dude, in Tylenol. 
gave best slam check and my well, well so it. thank you tylenol you paid a few woodworking <laughs> employees at abc board supply and yeah. uh, we made some cool liberty boards i think i might have one of each somewhere in my stash which Probably. would be nice i may or may not i wasn't the best at collecting stuff because i made way too much stuff and it was like oh yeah couldn't even imagine keeping one of everything although i probably could retire if i did but yeah good luck on that you never knew um, which ones would would have been like the gold pieces oh you know what like... i think about sometimes though because back in the day i have a couple boards from like lester which are the friends who have one of my boards back in the 80s when i was skating every contest against christian soy tony hawk Chris Mo, if i would have had every single one of them give me like one of their og boards and sign, sign it stashed a box could have had every pro on the circuit <laughs> and you could sell them all for thousands of dollars you could freaking retire yeah you know what i mean like that's like a like probably a quarter million to half a million dollar cash out right there yeah damn and then my did all those comic book boards with acme in the 90s oh, rob liefeld dude. the guys were so me rob liefeld's the guy who um god what's that i, I always forget when i say it well, who's the biggest comic book character right now? Um, in Marvel and all that, or anything, or I think it's a Marvel guy. I don't know. I don't, uh, I'm not. I don't. I always forget. My kid and... always uh, always tells me. I'm yeah, to Google yeah. it while we're talking. Yeah. But he he created that character and stuff too, and uh, so he even got way more famous after we did this Jesus. stuff like that. And he um, uh, and I would make those boards, and I, I yeah. should have signed, had him sign a case of each one, you know. Um, yeah. But I just wasn't that smart. You, you know? never know what's going to be like the one board that kills it. It's one everybody really likes. Saying like, okay, everybody likes this board. Deadpool. Okay. Yeah. He Deadpool. created. He penciled Deadpool amongst other things. Okay. But I mean, that was, uh, you know, so he became more famous even after he did that stuff with me. Yeah. But, uh, I did a lot of comic book stuff, but whatever. That wasn't my my whole deal either. I've never. Uh, I've sold like three or four boards in my whole life. I've yeah. never. You know. Me neither. It was never my deal. Was like I'd rather give that. stuff away. I'm one yeah, of those or guys. I'd rather keep it. I mean, look, you're sitting in a room with. There's yeah, 32 yeah. boards here. I have like a thousand. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, God knows. But that still know. looks cool on your wall. Well, you know, it is. It's a wall it it makes me happy because I look up and I go, okay, the whole topper, that's all Volcom stuff. So I've done a million boards them for trade shows. So the middle one's all my own different models, different companies. And yeah. the bottom ones are friends ones. And, and yours isn't on there because it's already screwed in the wall next door uh, <laughs> in my other office. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, of course, Spidey. That one's pretty rad. Yeah, there's some good ones there. Got yeah. Day One and Tori and yeah, Day One. Charlie Blair brought me more Klaus. Uh, yeah, they're all uh, all good. They're man. all fun. And I, I mean, it's so weird. Isn't that weird? We're grown men and we get all excited about a piece of wood. Yeah, but it's art too. You know what I mean? Like that's art completely. It's, yeah, it's like hanging a picture on the wall. And art like sells. Yeah, everything in art sells. I agree. That's why we all like stickers. We like art on the bottom of the boards. Yeah, that's a funny story too. That's the first thing I ever made money off of in my life was stickers. Stickers. Um, I had an uncle who worked for Budweiser, and they had a character called Budman, and I got a pile full of Budman stickers. And I used to sell them at school for like fifty cents, and it's kind of <laughs> ironic that now I'm in the sticker business all these years <laughs> later. So life goes down weird yeah. paths. Yeah, it does. So let's talk about uh, what's going on in your life. You just moved to Costa Mesa, which is yeah. rad. You saw a, a picture with Skyler, my kid. And, I went and saw Skyler. And, and I, I was uh, like, yeah, because <laughs> I went. The, the he works at Starbucks. I mean, we say Starbucks. Starbucks is huge. Whatever. He works at the one that's five hundred feet from my house. So I go there every morning. Then he's like, "Hey, you know my dad." I'm like, who's your dad? Jim Graham. I'm like, of course I know your dad. Like, I've been in your no, house. Yeah, no Jim for years. That was really cool when you came by years ago. Uh, when you know the peak of jackass yeah, yeah. and and just, we're in the neighborhood that made my kids so stoked right I mean, uh, and, we'll, and we'll talk about more stuff like that i am definitely uh, I, I like to hear about what fame has done both positive negative things like that stuff the stuff i like people people uh, are yeah, interested yeah. in like no, it's, people, it's everyone, crazy. everyone dreams about being famous they yeah. don't dream about some of the shit that makes being famous not always fun every single day of the week i'll get but, into that but yeah. i'll just say it was really cool seeing your son and, yeah you know and I was like, yeah, let's grab a photo. I want to send it to your dad. And he, 
just doing that stoked him out too. Oh, and that's yes, something. Loves, yeah, know, yeah, that's something. He I slash love she. Doing. He's actually transitioning to yep. become a female, and that's uh, we're kind of waiting for him to tell me when I'm uh, supposed to call him she. But we, I, so I say my kid, Skyler. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's 2020. You know, you can't. Everybody's. You know. We're all different and different. Some people are tall. Some people are short. So, well, I yeah. mean, that's my child. I love Skyler. Yeah. That's all. You can't that, change that. Nothing's going to change that ever. Yep. So, all right. So, so that's how we found out you moved to Costa Mesa. And that was like uh, yeah. last week. And so, almost every podcast I've done has been like that organic. I have a whole list and you're on my list somewhere of like people I want to do podcasts with. But I don't think I've really gone out of my way to reach out to anyone. I bump into it someone just and kind say, of like, yeah, and I go, hey, let's, let's hook up next week. Yeah. And, um, so I love this area. And I'm also working with the guys from Chronic Tacos. Okay. All right. And Chronic Tacos was founded right here in Newport yeah. Beach. I think I met one of the owners once. Yeah. Uh, Randy, he's the he's the founder. And him and the guy and named And you have Dan. a little piece of it, right? Like you're part of it, right? Of the you're whole a stockholder. Thing. Yeah. yeah. You're a stockholder a big, of the company. Yeah. There's yeah. seven of us. Yeah. Okay. That are the are the blanket to the whole thing. So I thought I've always thought, well, maybe one day I will move down here. And uh whole kind of different things going on back in 2018 i was thinking of moving to canada i was gonna buy a big chunk of land huge you know be out in nature and be like f everybody i can do whatever i want i want no neighbors i want this and that and i was really about to do it and the people didn't believe me that i was gonna buy this and it was on the contingency of my house selling yeah they're like well you don't have a house to sell i'm like all right watch and then i put my house on the market sold in three weeks Fastest thing ever. Yeah. I put it on, got a deal, and the people said, we want to close in two in 15 days. And I'm like, no problem with me. As soon as I go back to buy, the people wouldn't want to sell anymore. It was fall, and it was about to snow, and people are like, nope, we don't move in snow. Oh, my God. And so then I was like, well, fuck, I'm stuck now. Now you had a waiting period to sit around yep. things. So then I lived in a hotel for two months and was just mind going through, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? Start researching living the van life. And I saw some of your posts, yep. but I never knew where, where it went. Did did like tons of research for about two weeks. Figured I wanted out a Mercedes Sprinter van yeah. from all bitch, my research. You're bitching. I they're still bitching. want one. I want one. I wish yeah, I had one. Yeah, they're bitching. And I call my buddy and I'm like, hey, what do you know about these Sprinter vans? And he goes, well, funny thing is, I'm driving one right now. And I'm like, really? He goes, come down tomorrow. I'll tell you all about it. And I go down, we go and we see another buddy of his. This is of October 2018. And I asked the guy, hey, I want to get a van built. The guy's like, you won't get a van till July built if you want to do it now. I'm like, fuck, I'm kind of in a situation. I need something. He goes, well, check out the ones that we've built, but they're used now and people have them online and stuff. So I found one I really dig. I mean, it had every bell and whistle. Shower, toilet, stove, bed, every, you know, everything you could think of. And I called a guy, it was a Thursday, and I go, hey, have you had any bites on your van? He goes, well, I've had one, but the guy hasn't come back or anything. I'm like, I'm flying in to Arkansas on Monday. I'm going to check your van out, and I'll probably be leaving with it. And he goes, all right, I'll see you. I flew in at noon, met, a, you know, met this guy. We had lunch, bought him lunch, saw his van. Three hours later. Wire transfer or something? Si or just like, no, you know, just yeah. signed a yeah. check okay. and right. said, see you later. Old school. Yeah, old school style. And left. And he actually lived one hour away from my buddy Preston, Preston Lacey. And I just drove to Preston's house. I said, I just bought a van. I'm going to live in it now. 
can I drive to your front yard and sleep in it for the first night? And he goes, yeah. So I went there, did that, and got on the road from there. And nobody knows. Like, So I went there. We had dinner, had some drinks, you know, good night. And I said, see you later, Preston. I'll see you back on the road. You know, I'm going to get on the road. I want to get back to L.A. And I start getting on the road. Next stop, Oklahoma, Matt Hoffman's house. Yeah. I call Matt Hoffman. He's like, sure, come on over. That's the thing about this, the, the skate world, the whatever Extreme world. Extreme sports you know, got, Exactly. Yeah, people you've met over all the years. Yeah. You know, yeah. So Matt's like, come over. He goes, but if you come over in the morning, we need to skydive. <laughs> and I'm like, all right. So like, I'm starting me. to like this lifestyle. I'm like, all right. So go to Matt's house. We drive out to this airport field, skydive, grab lunch. I stayed another night at his house. And I'm leaving. He goes, and I go, can you tell me anywhere to go? He goes, dude, on your way out in Oklahoma, and I think it was Tulsa, he goes, go to the Outsiders house, the movie The Outsiders. He goes, Danny Boy from House of Pain bought that house. And you should go check it out. He rebuilt it and all that. So it's a Saturday now. I've been like on the road for a couple days, stayed with Preston, stayed with Matt a couple days. And now it's Saturday. I get the address. I show up. Danny Boy's there. The mayor is there. Uh, S.E. Hinton, who wrote the book, The Outsider's there. Uh, Pony Boy, I can't think of his name right now. He was there. And, another, and they're having a city indictment of the house into the city ribbon cutting hands in the concrete and did you get to participate and i just show up and everybody's like what are you doing here i'm like i was just on the road and thought i'd stop by that's so awesome yeah so So i did that meeting some more cool people people, hanging out having a good time get back on the road and continue back that's right and i did it for a whole year and do you still have that van so the original one that i bought from a guy in arkansas I kind of got the feel for it from, I got it November 1st, I bought it on. And about around April, well, May more, I would say May, June, I was kind of like, this is, it, it had every bell and whistle. And I was like, and it was, so they have two versions. They're, they have a 140, which is a regular size one, and a 170, it's a dually. But they come in tall and short like roofs. And I had the tall roof, everything and all that. And I'm like, you know what? I want a short roof. I'm going to minimize it more, and I want to custom it. So it's more easy, yeah. nimble to get around. Easy, nimble, like that, light, yeah. all yeah. that. So I pull into the place where I fit, found these guys out. They just started building one, and I'm like, "What's that one for?" They, well, we we wanted spec, to show it, spec it, yeah, yeah. and spec it. Yeah. I'm like, I'm buying it. I'll tell you what to do in it. They did. I customed it, and I got it in July. So back when I first went there. The owner said I wouldn't have a van until July, and I I got got my van in July. So I sold the first one, and now to this day, and I even drove it here, I have my second Sprinter. Cool. We'll have to go show it to you when we're done It's pretty cool. Uh, So then I lived in that one until right about October, so I stayed in both vans for about a year. And then I got a place up in Highland Park, South Pasadena. Moved in that for a little while, and then COVID happened. Which is so, weird. Dude. Yeah, so then at least I had a home base now yeah. during all this. And when COVID first hit, you know, they were like, oh, two weeks and all that. I'm like, okay. After a month, I was going stir crazy. And I'm like, screw this, man. This is this is BS. I mean, it's a flu. And I'm like, I'm pretty good. I have a good immune system. I do the right things. I never really catch anything, knock on wood. But, you know, I'm going to go out. I'm going to start doing things. Started skating again every day. 
met up with these guys. Like, we've been skating the whole time. We never COVID. I think skaters didn't really stop skating that much. I mean, yeah. I, I no. Luckily, I know so many private people as you do. I've ridden yep. lots of private places. We've ridden private uh, places. A but few then public we also, skate parks. But I mean. then we also rode public places that were closed. Yeah. So it was like a perfect timing. So yeah, after I did it for a month. Well, you know, it's funny. Minutes. Skateboard products right now are oh, hard to come by. Booming. I sold every booming. single wheel I had for PowerFlex. Booming. And I can't get them fast enough. I have so many on order. I literally took orders for more wheels last week than I did last year. Here's the, here's the biggest companies that are struggling. Skateboard company, well, not struggling. They're doing so well, it's hard to keep them on the shelves. Skateboard companies and like dirt bike and boating and all that. Oh, yeah. My neighbors here are the paddle surf guys. Yeah. They get a container every week. Yeah. And it's gone in two days. And then they're sitting there for three, four days waiting for another container to come. It's insane. Bicycles are all sold out, exercise equipment. Yeah, everything like that. It's all like everybody's still doing things. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, the COVID thing's pretty crazy, man. It's like, I mean, I mean, it's a little more than a flu, but it definitely is yeah. definitely not. A, we, I think we should have approached it differently personally. I'm not a doctor. I don't know. But it is crazy that our economy is going to completely collapse. Uh, and I think, I don't know. There's so much political infighting about it. I don't want to get into politics no. at all. But the fact that it was a political volleyball yeah. between, it's like, dude, like, do you care? I mean, I, the only thing I would say about any party, and this, this is not a political thing about all of them, is like, all I think either of them care about, every issue is about bringing the pollsters. Um, what's going to get us 52 and them 48 come November? You yeah. know what I mean? Like, no, how about really, what do you do for the economy? Really, yes. what do you do for people? Really, how do you keep us safe? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, not like, how do you get more seats in the freaking house? Or, no, no, how, no, you know, no. that's, that's gotten pretty sad in this country. So. Yeah. And even skateboarders who typically don't fight amongst themselves, man. You see guys fighting online and hating on each other, and you know it's like people, it's just people told me to get involved, and I'm like, you're crazy. No, I'm like it's not worth it. I, because I, I have fans even outside the skateboard Absolutely. world, and all that. And probably my fans, more because my fans drifts, come yeah. from both sides, yeah. and I'm not gonna, and I'm not gonna, you know, I don't, and well, and I'm, I'm here, I'm here for a good time. I understand little for, bits. I understand little bits of all sides yeah. too. That's the thing too. I don't. And I to, do too. That's why I tell people the only thing that makes you crazy is if you stand firmly behind one side and not believe that they're all full of shit because yeah. they're all full of shit yeah. to some degree. Yeah. So if someone could say like I'm more Republican or I'm more Democrat. But I know they're all full of shit. Then I go, okay, cool. At least I believe you. But if yeah. you're like, no, these guys rule the world. These guys suck. I go, nope, yeah. you're full of shit yeah. too. So yeah, that's yeah. where I leave my politics. So yeah. okay, we're done talking politics. <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, so, the yeah. COVID times been. Uh, but it has helped out the skateboard industry. Yeah. It has. Yeah. It has. Yeah. Like I yeah. can't believe the stuff I saw. I'm like, really? Like they just can't seem to get enough product nope. and. Um, and that's good. I mean, skateboarders, you can't stop skateboarders because no. it's something you can do on your own with two buddies, even if, whether you are being you, worried about, whether already, you're being worried about COVID or not, you're just like, you're going to do it with it's your It's already been social distancing yeah. before social distancing. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I see a few kids skate around with like masks on. So like that. I don't yeah. think I could do it personally. No. Like, I feel like kind of can't breathe with a mask <laughs> on. Yeah. It's like, you know, yeah. I wear them in the grocery store and whatever, like I'm supposed to. I follow we're, the rules. We're sitting around six feet apart, you know. I follow you the know. rules where it's yeah. needed. We usually can't for two or three minutes when we see each other but we kept it we kept it down to like 30 seconds to minimize the, yeah. the thing you know it's slower um but uh oh that's good well welcome to costa mesa i'm glad you're here so now you I make costa mesa your home base yes but you still have your traveling uh my van and stuff and I, I haven't traveled since i've been here yet because i got so excited about my new spot and i love this area there's something about it it's uh right where i'm at is kind of central there's everything around but where my house is, it's real quiet. 
So it's quite well, Costa Mesa is a unique city. Yeah. Um, it really is. We have five star you know restaurants and yep. dining and uh and shopping and you know, the tiffany's and fashion island and, and south coast plaza and all those ridiculous things that people want to be you know yeah, yeah, yeah. gucci bags and like that and then we have the greatest little mexican taco stand authentic yes. you know yes. guy behind there his family's been making tacos for 50 years exactly. like that and then you have the culture that we grew up in right I mean, for a time i made skateboards here paul schmidt made skateboards here yeah. made skate we made half the world skateboards in costa mesa yep you know um and it's kind of funny it took guys like us to almost educate the city when we built the skate park i mean we really helped educate the city do you realize what's happened going back to hobie in the 70s and this and that i mean the big part of skateboarding took place were here, right? Yeah, here. and then you know, Etnies was here, Volcom is here, and Ruby Vans here. wasn't and, too far. Yeah, Vans well, Vans was in started orange. here and then moved back. I asked Steve Van Dorks, I didn't know the story because one of their first stores was in Costa Mesa, so they started okay. in Costa Mesa. So he yeah. considered coming back to Costa Mesa, coming back to their very roots. Yeah, because their factory was in Orange when we were younger. And I remember like that. that. Yeah, we used to ride the ramps and stuff like go that. Go there, yeah. yeah, and they um, made them there. So yeah, so Costa Mesa is a great. I mean, we have multi-million dollar houses, and you know, kind of. More economical beachy houses, beachy, beachy houses. houses. But uh, uh, yeah, it's it, it's just a great place. You can get to LA in in forty five minutes. Yeah, you can get to San Diego pretty quick. You got the toll yeah. road to sneak around. It's like it really is a good location. I like you it. Know. John Wayne's right there. Yeah. Probably my only thing that freaks me out about Orange County is the like so much of the youth culture of the world comes from Orange County, from the artists at Ruka, Volcom, Hurley. You know all these companies that were here do, putting all this stuff out, being sold all over the world. And then you know, when you come to Orange County, you don't see a lot of art. You know uh, what I mean? It's like because yeah, yeah, there's yeah, a sort yeah. of a conservative money. It is very. It is the, the most Republican place in California, Newport yeah. Beach, like that. And the old school money builds buildings boring instead of with styles. Like, gotcha. So I appreciate going to Venice or whatever and seeing a cool building with a cool storefront. And go, God, why don't they do that in Orange County? Yeah. You know, um, yeah, yeah, my yeah. friend Shaheen, who does the lab and the camp. Yeah, you know, I mean that's kind of cool. So we do in, again in Costa Mesa. We have one of the coolest little. Yeah. We call it the anti mall, stuff like that here, but it hasn't carried past it too far. You know what I mean? True. It's like so. But there's all this amazing stuff that takes place in the background, and all these artists who sell stuff all over the world. Like I, I see you do stuff with Merge Four or that. I yeah. bet we could go and look and find ten artists that they do stuff with that are probably in Orange County. Yeah. You know, it's like, and it's uh, it's so weird that. I live that because I go in those companies. I walk into Volcom. Yes. I walk into Rook. I'm friends with all these people. All I walk do. in the houses of the artists. We I see do. their work on the wall. But I go, but if you drive around the neighborhood, you don't see it yeah. you know, on the billboards and like that. So it's definitely yeah. a little bit of a strange contradiction there. But yeah, it's a good, I like it. It's a good center area. And you're right. You can get anywhere and do anything and all that. And it's a good thing. You get a lot of work around it. For That's sure. No, I love it. I'm stoked you're here because now we're gonna have to go skate. Oh yeah. You know, I did. My, I mean, we've had a lot of good sessions over the years. My favorite was the was when we skated. Rainy day. Rainy day. Rainy day my, skate session. My first session. I remember it was just after my 50th birthday party. It was in that Christmas yep. break, and we got to that bowl called the Bamboo Bowl in Huntington, and it was, it was just gonna rain, and, it, and we're like, well, it's not stopping us. Yeah. And the most amazing thing is that the bowl didn't get. That, that wet. slippery. No, it, it, it got just, a little wet. It was kind of porous, misty. but it stayed dry. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, and that's, uh, I'll have to dig up some of that and put some clips from this. And, and Is that bowl still there? Like, it is, yeah. yeah we should right. go skate. I love that place. I haven't yeah. been there that too much for a while. James, super nice guy. What's it um, actually called? Because I called we, it. We, we actually named it the Bamboo Bowl. The like, Bamboo Bowl. There okay. never was a name. I sat with James. I go, come on, dude, we got to have a name for this place. We come here, and me and Jinx, we were looking around. We were looking at them. They have all those big bamboo shoots behind it. Yeah. And we go, let's call it the Bamboo Bowl. I you kind know. of, like, when I would tell Chuck, too, I called it the Pill Bowl. Pill Bowl. Was it like, like a pill or like a bathtub. Almost yeah, like a yeah. bathtub. So. Yeah. That's um, how I remembered it. Like, oh, the pill bowl. It, it didn't have it didn't have an official name. And one day we sat there, and go, come on, man, we gotta have a name. I'm like, 
keep posting videos like that. I don't know what to call this yeah. place. You know, it's like, uh, and so yeah, I came the up bamboo with bowl. the bamboo right. sheets that are behind it. Rad. So yeah, that play. We definitely need to go back there. But that was that was still, like I said, incredible. That. Yeah. I remember I look at some of those lines like I was figure eight carving fast. And I, go, and I, and I think because the flat bottom's kind of slippery, but the sidewalls weren't. Yes. And it has just enough space that you could stay most of your line on the Above sidewall. The, yep. Yeah. So you didn't have to drift sideways across yeah, the flat yeah, bottom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know we all had a couple ice skating we did, opportunities, we did but, there was no, but there was no death slides. No, and there no. should have been. So we, we actually skirted death. So we have yep. to. Uh, that took one of our lives off, I think. That was good. So tell me about who you're working with these days. Chronic Tacos, you have, you have a little piece of that, yeah. Right? And do you still tacos. have your own Wee Man's Chronic Taco? Or did no, you I kind one? of... Uh, I know we, you had to move it. We moved it from Redondo. It was kind of a bad location. Yeah. And we knew after like a year or two, I'm like, dude, this location sucks. It was good at first. And we moved it to Long Beach. And did all right there. And I just said, you know what? I don't... People kept getting confused. And we're like, let's just take it off. People know now it's I'm connected yeah. to the whole brand. Yeah. Let's just keep it that way. And I kind of stayed away from having shops, like being a franchisee, and more of just being a whole company investment. Yeah, you're right. I mean, so, what, how many locations is there now? We have 58. Yeah, see, I knew it was growing. So it's, yeah, it's, a, it's a solid 58. And, and how's it weathering COVID? So we had about 62, 63. And I'll be honest, COVID helped us kind of uh, weed out sweep the out ones. the ones that okay. we wanted to. Okay. So it made them exit real quietly. And nobody's like, hey, what happened to this? And I was like, well, COVID I don't question is, anything know? when COVID's closed yeah, down. Co- like, co- I, I, COVID I, I saw so. the counter down the street. It was a burger place. So like, it was all boarded yeah. the other day. Whoa, guess that. Yeah, they probably so. decided it was just they, it wasn't yeah. going to make it. So and COVID was a good for, for a thing for that. So, yeah, we got 58. We got three in Japan. Cool. So, yeah, we're all the way. We're so that means you get at least a trip every year over there to go yep. smile and high five. Oh, I've never yeah. been to Japan. I so want to go no? to Japan now. I've been 12 yeah, times well, because, before we even had chronic. All right. I'm a washed up old pro skater. I was never <laughs> on the Tony Hawk Christian Soy level, right? I was always working. Then I started my own uh, business. Yeah, I had all yeah. the employees and all that. I couldn't get away when, when, yeah, I, when yeah, I probably yeah. could have. Now, you know, after freaking closing my factory and losing my ass and all that stuff for years, you know, financially, I'm going to just buy tickets and go yeah. wherever I want. So it kind of sucks. There's, there's so much rad skateboard stuff around the world now. I want to skate Australia. I want to skate, you know, Europe. I want to skate, yeah. you know, uh, I want to skate Japan. You know, it's like, so I'll get oh, out there you somehow. you got to get to, you would love in Australia, what's that bowl called? They have contests there every year. Oh, the Bondi? The Bondi, Bondi Bowl. Bondi, yeah. Yeah, Bondi yeah. Bowl. I went there. Is it slippery Super though? Fun, kind of yeah. not bad. My biggest fear in life is slipping because I I'm so big yeah, and I yeah, go yeah, fast. Yeah, yeah. I, I lose. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know. But I think they've repainted it a couple times. It's yeah. not as bad, but it's right on. I the I certainly beach. take my chances. I could have yeah that. on the beach and like in this bay, and you're at the top, so you're not like at water level. You're, above it, you're, you're looking down looking on it. Down. Yeah, oh. It certainly looks beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't traveled as much. I mean, when I when I did Acme and ABC, I had, I mean, when, yeah, the height of Acme, I had, dist- I had distributors in 64 countries. I mean, there's people all over this world I could send a message yeah. to, pick me hey, up and take I'm me around. Go, like, I'm going to come to town. Yeah. They'd be like, oh, I got you. Where's totally. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. the awesome thing about skateboarding. Yeah. So it's just like you could, you know, uh, you know, I had come to Chicago and five guys will offer to like, I'll pick you up and take you, you know, and we'll show yeah, you uh, the local yeah. spots, take you here. Skateboarders yeah. are good that way in a brotherhood. So for such a gritty, gritty and sometimes shitty group of guys, you know, I mean, it's like just gritty, yeah. dirty fuckers. They're the nicest people on earth yeah. when it comes to the family. It's always been yeah. like that though, too. Even when I was a kid and I was younger and traveled to like Germany and stuff, 
you would kind of skate the street, and then you would see a couple other skaters yeah. skating. Somewhere. You're like, hey. And you skate together, and then you're like, all right, see you here tomorrow. And then they'll all be like, all right, we'll meet here, but we're going to go skate this, and then we're going to go over here. Well, like, so now let's, let, this is a good segue into the into the, like the fame stuff. Well, obviously, I was a pro skateboarder. Some people know who I am. Facebook or that. I was yeah. in New York, and a couple people like I'd walk down the street, and go Jim Gray. Like, yeah. I'm like it's kind of weird. See, that's different for me, and kind of like, ha ha, that was funny, you know. But for you now, because you've been in this mega worldwide audience through the Jackass shit, yeah. um, everywhere you go. I mean, last time you and I went to San Diego. Everybody like, they honk on the freeway. They freaking you know pull you over at Seven Eleven for a photo yeah. in the parking lot. I mean, just uh, what's that it's, like? It's just like that, and I think it's even gotten even bigger just because of social media these days and different things like that. Um, uh, I used to at first. I used to not want to be around and be, be around and stuff. But then I realized, you know what? It's it's, it's what, what I built. It's what I built. It what it's yeah. what pays the bills, and I realize like I do have my private time. If I want to be private, I just have to be private. Mm-hmm. But once I go out into the public, I'm part of the public. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. This is the public area. You can't like hide. Well, it's millions from it. of people have seen you on a big screen yeah, and they yeah. remember your face. They've you know. seen me in their home yeah. while they're in their most comfortable yeah. and yeah. vulnerable. Position, so it feels very that kind of excites you, doesn't it? People yeah. watch you in their underwear. <laughs> in like their underwear. There's a million <laughs> girls looking at me tonight, and they got nothing on but a negligee. Yeah. No, but what it, what I mean is, when they finally meet me in person, yeah, to them, it almost feels like I'm already their buddy. They they get True. that feeling, but that they, makes a lot it, of sense. Yeah, no, they feel like we're already friends. That's how they react to it, and then they have to step back and go, "Well, we don't know each other, you know." But I feel so comfortable with this person. Because I've been in their home, you know? But to me, they've never been in my home or any, you know? Well, and I do understand that even on the level of, like, their skaters I'll run into that I'm Facebook yep. friends with. And obviously, like when you talked about, you know, I got a, a park, uh, not park, I mean, I got a, a, a house in this area or whatever like that. Um, I, uh, Highland Park, you know, it's like, I, I think I might have seen a post or something like that. I don't see all your posts because I'm, I'm a broadcaster. Yeah. I broadcast on social yep. media I, and I engage where I can. Yeah. And, and uh, so I come across probably one out of, you know, 50 of your posts, yep. as you probably, with mine. You yeah. know I mean? If I ever see you like or comment on my post, it kind of makes me snicker because I know you, oh, you he, don't see most of them. He because, stopped and he um, did. Yeah. 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 I mean, a lot of it has to do with you just open your phone. It's the one that comes up. And yeah. That's, that's how it works. But uh, so, I don't know. I mean, it's just different. Uh, I lost my train of thought, actually, completely on that. I love that. That's <laughs> the thing about podcasts. Hey, people, I forgot what I was going to say. Um, but, uh, God, I totally lost what the hell I was talking about. But yeah, no, fame, it is, it is... Oh, that was what I was going to talk about. There we go. Go ahead, yes. I'll finish it. So fame in the skateboard world and fame in this world is different. And I'll two tell different you, things. Yeah, I'll tell you where it changed for me. So I was riding for Jim Muir, Dogtown. Uh-huh. At the time, we were doing Jackass. So Jim turned me pro for Dogtown. I had a big brother, full interview, cover of the magazine. And right then, we also started doing Jackass. So then... We are just filming Jackass and putting it out on the TV, and I was still with Dogtown, and we were doing tours and stuff. Well, we went to, I went with Grand King, actually. Grand King team said, hey, we're going to Japan. I did a podcast with Donald. Yeah, Donald's super rad. So Donald's like, hey, sending you guys to Japan, do a a Grand King tour. Got people out, the distributors and all that. Sent us out, and I'm with a couple of the Grand King guys. I'm with... uh, was it Paul Rodriguez? Or not, maybe one of the chocolate dudes and somebody else and all that. And we were walking down the street and this is right after Jackass had been out three months. 
and we're walking down the street to skate and go eat and people japanese people are coming out of stores yelling we man we man and one of the guys from grand king looks at me and goes dude it's gonna be a whole game changer for yeah. you now yeah. it's different for you now so that's crazy yeah that's just a different thing and the and what i did lose train of thought all i was gonna say is friends with facebook your yeah. friends with a skater on Facebook, they see all your stuff you're posting, and you may you know their name, but then they come up to you and they're like, and they're oh, like, dude, name did you see what I posted last week? And you're like, and you're like, dude, I I, I can't, I don't. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, you yeah. feel bad about it because it's not your intention. I do they're like, like get, I saw your sticker, yeah. I saw yeah. your board, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like, you've been skating a lot of places. It's rad. Like, this and that. And I was like, I like the houses you post on Instagram. It's interesting <laughs> what you find that people see. You're yeah. like, whoa, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's uh, and it's a bummer because. I think mostly any level of fame, whatever low level or high level, it's nice to engage with people, make them feel good. I think yeah. it's, it's awesome to know that you made someone smile and made them feel good. Yep. Um, but you just get that fine line crossed now and then when someone wants to be too close and too and fans there are is too, that. a little there too There is deep, that you know? too. Yeah. I've had that too and it gets a little like, oh shit. And you think, wow. I didn't know it could really get to that, and it does. No, it does. People, yeah. people, some people really have a detached sense of what fame is, and I think when even just growing up through skateboarding and being around Tony Hawk's Christian, so you go places, a thousand kids would chase him for an autograph, and you saw some level of fame, you really realize that fame is a kind of a made-up thing. Yes. You know what I mean? It's something that's cast upon you. It's not like, why are you famous? Let's think about it. I mean, think about it. you're famous because people saw you on yeah. on TV. Everyone. We're all the same. Yeah, we're all the same, yeah. Speaking of the word fame, if you listen to the David Bowie song, Fame, he breaks it down to exactly what fame is. And it's pretty crazy. Yeah. It's a, that, it, that song came out like 70s, 80s? Yeah, I think 70s. Yeah, think. 70s. And he breaks it down and it still holds oh, totally. true it, it, to totally. today. And what, what's different about today is... Um, you used to have to do different things to be famous. We have a whole nother level of famous. Yes. We have Insta famous. We have, we have, uh, um, what's the, like TikTok famous. Yeah. We have, uh, you YouTube know, famous. YouTube famous, Anything you know, famous. yeah. And, and th that's not the same kind of fame. No. It used to mean fame meant you were pretty likely on a television show, a music musician, or, you know, famous Any... musician or in movies, you know, yes. it's like, and then it became, no, you can be famous by, you're the guy who farted, yeah. You know, three times in sequence and had millions of, you know, whatever. I mean, it's like, yeah. it's like really? Why are they famous? Um, yeah. Or you eat 100 chili dogs. Like, something like, Oh, yeah. my God. How yeah. do people do that? So, it is, but it still holds to this day. And I'll tell you, from both sides of the spectrum that I've been in, I would rather be successful than famous. And I, 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 I do I do accept the fame, but what I mean by I would rather, I think people should more chase success than chase fame. To yeah. a younger person is, is the advice and to me, I would give what them. success is? It could be anything. Is, is living a happy life. It's That's success. 100%. Going home happy. You're successful. Money doesn't make you happy. No, it doesn't. Yeah. Money does and not. Money, make... And it doesn't make you successful either. Nope. Money so doesn't make like, you successful. So guys like, I'm the best sales guy for nope. insurance in my county. Nope. Yeah, and you're rich, but you're unhappy and you suck. Yes. So it's like, no. Yeah. yeah. That's exactly it. Yeah. There is. So I can tell you that, and here's here's another point of view I've, I've heard from somebody. Hey, you all right, buddy? Uh... Chris Rock and Jerry Seinfeld said it best. You can have a hot dog at a lunch truck with somebody and have the greatest conversation, or you can eat a fancy meal 
with an asshole yeah. and it's the worst meal you've ever Absolutely. had. Absolutely. And it's the worst you know, time. Yeah, it's worst, worst time. Like that. So you make your own happiness and it doesn't matter what it is. Well, what's funny is I mean, where this area, one thing nice about Costa Mesa here again, Newport Harbor, it's a really beautiful area. Yeah. I throw my kayaks out there and go paddle around. Yeah. I, I jump around. I have access to the same beauty the guy who lives in an $8 million waterfront home does. Maybe I don't, get to, also, maybe I, maybe I don't get to wake up to yeah, it. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah. But still, it's you two minutes away. I go enjoy it. So, so, so you have to absorb and let that be your fun and your joy. You know, I, I, I like to be an example of that because I had a big-ass company. When we first met each other, I used to make thousands yeah. of skateboards a day like that. Yeah. I lost it all, lost millions of dollars of shit. You know what? It didn't change who I am. Nope. You know, and I learned how to still have fun. Yes. Life is fun if you let it be fun. Um, and if you can't eat that at that fancy restaurant, which is only fun if you're going to have a good time. It's not fun if you're going to go with someone. If you're eating with the right person. Exactly. If you're eating with the right person, you have a great conversation. I just soon go walk through the restaurant just to go, hey, great architecture, great thing. I don't want to spend $16 on a drink. Oh, yeah. Let's go home and have a drink now. You know yeah. what I mean? That's, that's, I think, and everyone should just live life and realize you don't have to throw money around to nope. be to, mm -mm. to be cool no. you don't have to and so no. people do chase that so they chase the wrong thing chase they they're chase fame chasing they chase fame. and happiness yeah but they're not when they can just make happiness yeah. you don't no. need to chase happiness you and happiness for happiness. the most part is a choice yes it really is a choice because I, mean, I, I i people say how's it going i have a good list and a bad list you don't want to hear my bad list no, my bad list so, sucks i'll curl so your toes you like you'll this. be depressed you go, all week you go you know what i just leave that to myself yeah. and i don't let anybody else and i'm going to give you my good list and yeah. this is how things are yeah. read the good list the good list is good and that's why you know i have this wall of boards here i look up and i go you know what no matter what's happened in my life I've made, I've made a lot of rad shit and people all over the world have written stuff I made that was that made them happy, and it was a good part of their life. That's yeah. the actually coolest thing I think yeah, about that, having a pro no. model. Someone wrote something with your name on it; they had a good time on it. And they, they remember that. With them. Dude, they never forget. I they know the every gym, board. They I got had. the Jim Gray board with they, the fist. Yeah, it's best day ever I had. We went down to the local park. I was pulling all these tricks, and then later I went down. And they, you, they can tell you well, moment they have 20 by moment. Boards. They know all 20 and, of those guys. Oh, yeah. And they never forget. You're nope. bonded with them for life. For yep. life, the guy's 60 years old. He's going to king back and remember his Jason Jesse board, his Jim Gray board, his, his Rob Roth, whatever it was. You know what I mean? Like my, that's, uh, I remember my first skateboard. And I got it tattooed on me just because it was my first skateboard. It was the freestyle Rodney Mullen board. Classic. And I got it, but I street skated on it. I was board sliding curbs on a freestyle board but it was like i loved how small it was i could move her maneuver it around and everything but street boards then became the same size as freestyle they, they, boards they pretty much became 7.5s yeah and that was my 7.5 was my freestyle board but they had a little more shape that was a powell powell peralta yeah. the one with I have a tattoo. That's funny. There was two or three years where I swear to God I couldn't sell a board that wasn't seven and a half inch. Oh yeah. No, it exactly. Everything. It's all people would order. Was, go, that's really? a freestyle you know, board. Yeah. But people, oh, that's a street board. But it here's the craziest thing. I even had that moment where I told Rodney, you know, but Rodney became this even before I got the tattoo and I thought about it all that. Rodney was my friend when I was 13. This is when I really started skating. He was already my friend. And then later on I remember and I'm like, Rodney, do you realize? Your board was the first board I ever had, and it'll always be that memory that this was my first real skateboard. Yeah. And I love We that. all had those Nash, and I'm not talking Eric Nash, but the yeah, grand yeah, Nash skateboard and the junky ones, but the first one we were like, I have a real skateboard. No, I love that. I mean, to me, yeah. that is a special bond. I know the guy, guy Damon, works out at Watson Lamb, and it's remember Damon? Yeah. Was, 
His first board was Jim Gray. I know. He Dan, showed me Dan, a picture. He showed yeah. me a picture of it holding on the Christmas tree when he was but like, doesn't that make, dude, oh, look, we're bonded for life, yeah. dude, whatever. So like, you know. Rodney, Rodney um, cried yeah. when I showed it to him. He cried. Oh, it's, it's a beautiful bond. There, yeah. is, there is something really special about knowing someone got got your board and was really happy about it. And it was like their Christmas. It was they spent a year on yeah. it. And like, you know, that's bitch. It was it's my birthday. Really thing. It was my birthday. Yeah. I got a $100 check. I was like, oh my God, best day of my life. And I got it. And I'll always remember it, but now Ronnie and I, I talk to Ronnie all the time. We, were, we would meet at the beach at sunset and tell stories. That's how close we are. This year, even, Tony Birdman, Tony Hawk, texts me to make sure I said happy birthday to, to Rodney and make a video for him. I'm like, all right, well, right. Doesn't that blow you away sometimes? That, think he that was Tony like, Hawk will text me. <laughs> you know, I mean, a couple of years before Jay Adams passed away, he'd text me like, yeah. you know, let's go skate or something like that. And that just blows me away because I remember my 14-year-old self going, there's no way Jay Adams is texting me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah, yeah, it's just... It's, no, that's what I'm saying. My 13-year-old self, too. I'm texting Rodney saying happy birthday. Tony's making sure of it. And that's cool. You know what I mean? And that brings to the it's point the difference it's between this. the fame, the, the, the street fame and the skate fame. Skateboarders yes. all fan out on each other. Yes. I'm your fan, you're my fan. <laughs> we're all like, uh, yeah, yeah, we're fans of their style, their trick. I mean, I've gone to the pool party, which is probably one of the, the greatest age ranges of anything. You've got dudes in their 50s, yep. some guys like pushing 60, whether they skate there or not skate, they're still there. And then you got these young crop of kids, they're 12 and 13. Chuck you know? Colts yeah. is there. No, yeah, yeah. And, he, and he's looking, and, and I've seen, I've watched. You know, Tony Hawk fan out on like a new twelve-year-old kid he'd never yeah. seen before, and I've watched some like thirteen-year-old kid who's like in the contest who can't believe that he's, Tony he's, Hawk he's is in the same shaking. building with he's, him. He's in, you know what yeah, I mean? He's like, like, oh my god, yeah. yeah. And it's really cool. It's really cool to watch because um, you know skateboarders fan out on each other, yeah, as much as as much as anything. I still do. I still met in the last ten years. I've met dudes that were like like, like uh, Jerry Valdez. You know, it's like you yeah. know, these guys were like I see him in magazines, and now I like, go hang out at his house in Vegas. He's a cool dude, I and mean, yeah. he's like. Um, so yeah, so skateboarding is a pretty awesome bond. Yeah. You can't change skateboarding. No. It can be done anywhere, anytime, anyhow. Without much no, to do. Just find something much. to roll on, yeah. No. You don't and it's and here's the craziest thing, why it's still and it's booming right now. When I was a kid, hundred to hundred and fifty dollars, you got a complete skateboard. Same to this day. I know. You go into a skate shop, you have a $100 bill. You walk out with a skate Which has changed yeah. value yeah. from when I was a kid. You're still walking out with a quality, complete, amazing skateboard. Yeah. $100 bill. It's crazy. You know, it's what makes the skateboard business difficult to be in. Yes. No one can ever make money because there's so much competition that everybody just doesn't let the prices go nope. to where they need to. Because everything else we bought, whether we used to pay $30 for shoes, we pay 60 now. Yeah. We used to pay car. $40 for a car, car. cars. You don't get a car under 40 grand anymore no. that, that, that runs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but and, that 40 grand car yeah. you can Or a get, bicycle. Yeah. What do you kind of bicycle do you get oh, for under Jesus. 500 bucks? Yeah. You know, not much. Mountain you bikes know? nowadays um, or ones that have like anything that you want to go yeah. and ride it. Grand. Yeah. So it's crazy that there isn't more five hundred dollars skateboards with crazy components and so on. So they just don't don't chase that whatsoever. Yeah. I think because the the changeover is a big part of it too. It's also why composite boards have never taken over. No. Wood because composite boards do last longer. We know they're going to last longer. We know you but can make them unbreakable. They, you can. Um, but they, you the feeling of wood, the feeling of that flexibility. Yeah. And you want to feel it. You want to feel. Even when you're riding, you want to feel, feel it. The move, I love when I do a disaster and I feel I feel a twang bends, and a diving board. And yeah. you feel your both feet go, whoa, and then you come back in. Yeah, you can't change that. 
Yep, It'll right. never be changed. I agree. So um, let's talk about skateboarding. What's your what? What is your favorite like thing to skate? If there's only just one thing you could skate, I love skating everything. I haven't in a little bit just because of COVID time or whatever. I've been skating tons of curves, tons of curves lately. I my one of my favorite things to skate though is a mini ramp. Yeah, a good yeah, four too. foot to six foot mini ramp is it's fun because you're just it's such a good if it's bowled in then it's even easier oh yeah nine yards oh my god that still reminds me i still have the video when you got skyler to drop in oh really socal skate shop and he slammed really hard really (laughs) hard um uh and he never would have done it having me do it but you encouraged him to drop and he dropped in to death slam socal's Um, mini ramp the one that was there oh dude that mini ramp i would drive a lot of fun we would drive an hour and a half just to skate that yeah, mini no, ramp. It was that, and the funny thing, I didn't even think that thing was was maybe four feet was the high spot. Yeah, it was like three and yeah, three that, that and was yeah. really good. But it was um, fun. No, I love. I've always loved mini ramps a lot for sure. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. I mean, I always say if there's only one spot I could skate for my the rest of my life, it would be that pool in Malibu, Angelo's. Yeah, it's just like to me that's kind of paradise. If, concrete. If, I like concrete. I feel safer on concrete personally. Then what? Uh, oh yeah, I just feel I feel like I have more control. You know, wow. you know, I skate really fast and loose, and I, I lose know. it on wood. If I just start drifting, that my <laughs> my excess chubbiness like no. swings that freaking rock salt bag across my tummy and slides <laughs> across the wheels. You know, Sheesh. yeah, no, that would be it though. Um, what else? I don't know. So how about yeah? Like your your trick to me that you always do is a board slide to fakie. You always, you I, I always remember you doing board slide to fakie. Oh, mini and, ramps, um, or even like when you always get the bamboo bowl in the uh, ranches. Like that, uh, to yeah. me, that's scary as hell to fakie. Like a board slide really? to fakie, I'm like, I'd rather freaking just do a design. I'd rather do a back D revert than a board slide to fakie. You know, it's like, uh, what are you afraid of going back backwards for, or what? There's what something you, about just going backwards straight. I, I'd rather literally do a back disaster and come in revert, and then then just to slide straight in backwards. There's something just. Uh, uh, I think that's the awesome thing about skateboarding is yeah. I'm sure I do something that scares the hell out of you, yeah. but you do something that scares the hell out of me, yeah. Um, and that's what makes skateboarding it's, such, yeah. such it's, a crazy thing, you know. Yeah, people used to always ask, like, or still do, like, how do you get into a feeble? And I'm like, you just put it right. You just you slide. And people right who do it in. make it look easy. I don't think yeah. I've ever done a feeble. And I'm just like, you just yeah. you go, you just you got to put you slam your back truck in but you got to glide it out and they're like huh and you see them they're going different ways and it's like now you just you once you start getting into it you're gonna feel it you're gonna, there's gonna be one time where you're like oh crap i felt right where i was and then you just start getting into and it i think also everyone has a different sort of muscle memory and a different natural yes. stance and some people yep. can walk up and do the easiest smith grind ever and someone else falls over every time they try yeah. it you know for years ago i have an action ad i did years ago with like my my boards flopped over my 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 he, my the bottom of my shoes was on the side of my board because my board was smithing but my feet weren't really going uh, with it and my board okay. would just fl- would just flop back under my thing and this is on yeah, a vert ramp you yeah, know it's yeah, like yeah. it's like I never could really kind of get that like stand and lock in for a while eventually I learned it but you know it's just uh, yeah. it's more natural for some people than others it is it totally is yeah it's pretty crazy like like you know i've done i can only do old school kickflips i've never done a new school you know what i bet i can learn it in a day i just need to like freaking you just, you clean out my thing clean and just go, today i'm yeah, doing it i flipped it but i've never stood on it and rolled away i mean i uh, got it to flip i just didn't uh you know yeah 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 you know. and part of it doesn't really i don't think about that often because i don't i don't like stopping to mess with my board i like i like just i like, I like grab move, it and go movement yeah I grab like it movement. and go 
So what? Uh, who are some of your favorite skaters? Uh, it's always been, of course, Gons. Just Gons because he had this style that it almost looked like he wasn't even going to ever land anything, but he landed everything. So laid back. And, and it was so. so laid back. It was it was like some guy was just sitting there and he just grabbed a board and the guy goes, all right, kickflip up the curb, do this, board slide over there and just keep going. And he goes, oh, okay, and does it like first try. Yeah, he has a very effortless. It's funny, weird. I mean, 15 years ago or something like that, I was in San Francisco and all of a sudden gone just comes barging down a hill, turning around a corner. It was just so funny how effortlessly he yeah. charged through a sketchy situation with cars everywhere. Yeah. Didn't even think twice about it. Nope. You know, And he's like, Look, oh, hey, Jim. He came over and said hi. And they're like, just kept moving on. It was just funny. Um, I used to skate. He used to have a vert ramp in his backyard. Yeah. Uh, he used to skate that when we were younger. Yeah. yeah, he was like a Huntington Beach kind of whatever local. Well, Southgate boat. is where he lived. When he started running for Vision, he started coming down here. More. Yes. So he'd hang out in Huntington with all his guys in Costa Mesa, whatever. And... Uh, but yeah, he lived had a ramp in Southgate. Okay, you know we used to yeah. go out there. And it was awesome. He was so good on vert too. Uh, yeah, and I remember like, I'm trying to think the most memorable things we've ever seen. Gons once we were riding the Hellbow. Remember the Hellbow? Yeah, ramp, um, and just Dale out, out, used to ride that the all the time. Yeah, there, it was thing was Everybody. so fun. We, we had so many sessions going there. But I remember I remember him doing a uh, the first ever backside 360 ollie that I think anyone said. So he just Jeez. casually just like. Backside all the way to 360 and landed yeah. backwards. Like, what the fuck did you just do? You yeah. know, I was like, or in Sam, and uh, what is it? No, Hawaii, we had the mini, there was a big mini ramp contest with a huge gap. Always. And he ollied the, the whole gap. gap. Like, and we're all just like, gap. it was a great ramp, but out of the blue, like, Gons decided to ollie that thing. Like, are you it effing was two crazy? mini ramps. Yeah. And then they It was open. Yeah, they weren't over. connected. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't really yeah. supposed to no. be like a gang. No, 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 because the gap, it was offset too. Yeah. It wasn't a straight gap. It no. was like, Ramps at angles. They were angles. They angled everything was wrong about it. Yeah, and he still did it. Yeah, and it was so such a surprise out of the blue. I mean, I mean, I was in that contest. It was, you know, I don't think he ever practiced and wrote that. He just did it in the contest. It was just like, okay, I'm going to do this. Like, damn. Yeah. Hensley, Eric Dressen, uh, Nottis, Jim. Yeah, yeah. There you go. There's some bullshit in there. Yeah, because we've always had fun together, dude. That's... I remember, no, but I'll always remember as a kid, one of the first demos ever, Jim Gray showed up. And we did have fun. And we had I, fun I, and I, took us skating around the neighborhood. I'll I was never always proud of that because I didn't do as many I'll demos I'll never forget the name of like the that. shop. Yeah. I'll never forget where it was, all that. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Well, I appreciate it. That's good to know. It's that... good to know that whoever you affected was has good memories. Yeah. yeah. That shop was just owned by some random... That was one of those business guys. I have no idea how I got sent there. Yeah. Or I really have... I don't have no idea. It was, it like was called you Viking yeah. and never had like a Viking logo like graphic or anything. Uh, the guy who owned it, uh, Mike, what was his... Bro- his brother has a towing company. I got to remember but his brother just had money, and he was the knucklehead brother. Oh, God. So he, he goes... He placed him there. Run one of my goes, businesses for me. He goes, hey, skateboarding's a little hot thing right now. Like, the late 80s when yeah. it got big again. And they probably bought some Animal chin, later Animal chin time. Yeah. No, it was just all skateboarding. No, I'm just joking. I'm saying his next business oh, is probably yeah, like yeah. whatever trend. And that was electric scooters. Yeah. It's, you know, whatever. Uh, but, yeah, just some businessman gave his brother, knucklehead brother, something to do in some business, though, and he owned a skate shop. That's pretty funny. Yeah. Very funny. I just got to make sure things still run. Yeah, yeah. You know? Got it, yeah. Um, wow. God, that's pretty classic. So what? Uh, let's talk about other stuff you're doing. What? Uh, um, I know you guys are working on a new Jackass movie. Yeah. 
Um, but is COVID, it Jackass Four. Yeah. Okay. Jackass Four. And it's been at. It's, people it know. It's still like, filming, or is it mostly right done? now? No. Okay. Uh-uh. We stopped, started. COVID stopped it. So you we were... started filming, and we took a week off, a week and a half before COVID stopped. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. And so now we've been in hiatus ever since, and. Who knows? I mean, we don't we don't even have a return date. Which is right funny. Now. We have one other thing in common. That's Minnie Cooper. You oh by yeah, Minnie. For a, Minnie I, I met the Minnie Minnie Cooper guys through Tony Hawk guys because okay. they they were doing they were sponsoring Tony and doing some stuff with them. And they said, "Hey, we need to get some stickers. Do you have anybody?" And they said, "We well, yeah, call our friend Jim Gray." And he goes, "Jim Gray, the skateboarder," because he he was grew up skateboarding. Yeah. And so and so his name's Brian. And uh, so I got to know him like five or six years ago. So then, I don't know, like six months ago or a year ago, I go, dude, I love you guys to sponsor my podcast. Not that I figured it would really happen. He goes, well, you know, we have a fleet of cars we loan out for people to do stuff. They guys might let you try a car. So you let me try this just bitching freaking John Cooper works. Yeah. 300 horsepower rocket ship. The Countryman? You know, um, it the was bigger a, one? Uh, it was a Clubman. It was a little oh, Clubman. Oh, Clubman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've only made one with one more horsepower. And so yeah, the thing yeah. was so fast. I would I'd probably get tickets all day long if I, if I owned the thing. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Probably use it for like five or six weeks. But the, the funny thing that triggered me that is like, I was just about to get it when the COVID thing shut it down. And, and, uh, and then when I did get it, like after two or three months, yeah, they let it go. Yeah, and yeah, they yeah. let me have it for like six weeks, something like that. I probably would have had it the whole time. And they literally, uh, like the day before, they called to see if they have someone deliver it to me. It like, it shut everything down. I'm like, damn, yeah. I would have been had an awesome car for months. So, yeah. so tell no. me your mini store. You were sponsored by a local dealer or something? Yeah, the dealer by me, right when we did Chronic, it's like, hey, you want to you wanna have a mini? And I'm like, sure. And just here you go, scared. Give me the keys, girls. Like it was like being on flow for me. Yeah, that was, was awesome. no check or nothing, but yeah. every year, okay, the lease is up on that one. Let's turn that one in and get another one. That's and I did awesome. it for five years. I had three different cars, so I did one for one year, and then the next two I did for two years. Yeah, and they're awesome cars. They're I was great like, cars. I mean, I you know BMW like owns me. I was I always loved BMWs. Oh you know? yeah. And uh, when I when I got that uh, one that I was driving, the, it was like, damn, this thing's amazing. And, yeah. Um, no, so I'm still cars. working on that deal. I'm still tr- I'm still trying to like BMW yeah. Motors. Yeah. In, yeah. yeah. Oh, so BMW fast. Motor. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'd be going 70 on the freeway. And I want to like pass someone. I just lightly touch it. Like, oh, yeah. I'm going 95. I yeah. didn't realize I have to like yeah. mellow out. Yeah. He said there's a, a new uh, Countryman, the bigger one, coming out this month, and maybe he, he might. You never know. I might be able to borrow one of those for a while. But you know, when I got on, or when they were giving me it, that was the first year Countryman came out. Yeah. It was a great car, but I don't think they got all the little twerks out of it. Yeah. Because when I would drive it, I could feel the difference. It was like on a frame. I don't think they really tightened up, so it would, you know, be crazy. I'd love to see how a countryman drives. So, so now is your time to tell Brian D'Angelo from Mini Cooper that yeah. Jim Gray should get a new countryman, so you and I. So can then we can drive around and we can feel it out, and we can yeah. give you our real opinion. Brian, on how a, a countryman drives, because the first year they came out, and they you've were had little... five, you've had five years of them. Huh? Yeah, so that's, I've had yeah. five years of mini. I know how they. Remember drive. you drove up here, and when I laughed, and I go, you, I go, you driving a mini. That's kind of ironic. And you're like, I'm sponsored by my local guy. I go, yeah. I love that. The mini man and a mini car. Yeah. But then I've also driven up in my '62 Impala, which I love. Your Impala, your Impala, yep. sweet. You still got it. I still got yeah, the Impala. Still has, drives like a dream. It's a beauty. And then I got my Sprinter. Yeah, I'm a vehicle guy. What color is the, the Sprinter? This one is, they call it stone gray. Okay, so it's a pale gray. Yeah. 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 So it's real okay, light. It almost it. looks, it's like that gray on your couch. Yep. You see that yeah, real light? Yeah, it's like a medium. Uh, yeah. Yeah, not, not dark, but... Uh, real light gray. No, I can't wait to see it. I mean, I, yeah. As you came today, I was fixing my 1978 Peugeot moped, the first vehicle I ever bought. Nice. So I've had that for, what's that? 
15 to 57, so yeah, 40, 42, almost 43 years. Nice. Yeah. Um, I'm getting a Honda Monkey. What's a monkey? It's half street, half like off-terrain bike. Really? And it's a 125. So it's street legal, but, but street it looks legal. like it's ready to go dirt, yes. dirt racing. Yeah. But uh, it's a little big for me, so I'm having Roland Sands. Killer. Customized. I used to print my stickers for Roland yeah, Sands. Yeah, Roland. They're, they're rad, yeah, he's they're rad, rad dude. People. So he's customizing it as we speak. So he's cutting the frame and, cutting the and frame, modifying the modifying frame. Modifying it, everything. How rad. So it's my, when I first moved here, I knew I wanted to cruise around on something. And that's what I got. So I'm waiting for it to be done so I can just yeah, jam no, over I, to Jim. I, I used to deliver, deliver stickers uh, to uh, Roland Sands in Los Alamitos, yeah, wherever they're he's at. He's still in the and, same and then, place. And that, just seeing all the bikes in the back is like, yeah. damn, you playground over so here. So my bike's over there right now. It's already been cut up and stuff. They're just starting to put it back together. Can't wait to see it. Yeah, I'm cruising right down here. Yeah, every vehicle, I can't, I can't wait every different kind of mode of transportation I have, I'll bring there's by. There's parking gyms. spots out here when you yeah. need extra ones. I have. There's always. I, I tell you, <laughs> my landlord. Will oh yeah, no, he's like. But I've always had a, like, at least an extra car laying around because. Yeah. yeah. I've, and I'm. I need. I need to get a van of some sort because, like, my kayak. I can put it on top of my. I have a Mercedes wagon, but it's a pain in the ass. I can only strap down one. I always had a Ford Econo line, and eventually it died. Yeah. But I could throw three kayaks in the back of it. And living so close to the harbor, it was just yeah, a great yeah, vehicle yeah, yeah. to have. It wasn't in the great shape, but didn't matter. You should see you know? the. You'll see the roof rack I have. It has this little roller on the edge of it in the back, so you can slide up, things up. Slide kayaks, so slide like 12-foot boards up, anything so like good. that. So teach me how to live life like that. I don't know. You just gotta I, have I need to be. I need to learn how to be a bigger jackass and get in the movies. I'm like, I'm, I am a jackass. I'm just yeah. not, I'm not officially named as one. Well, <laughs> I, I went very minimal, and I live way below my means now. That's a good idea. And what I, what I realized is... I'm very happy doing that. It's like, it's Henry Rollins style. I saw Henry Rollins. He drives like a, I forget what kind of car he drives. He drives like a, you know, $20,000 car. He goes, I don't, what, what, I'm going from A to B. I don't need anything flashy. He, I don't know what kind of house or. I've had some nice cars, but I don't chase them anymore at all. I really, I'm happy with And I, uh, I decided I sold my big house. I got all the, you know, and I, uh, I live below my means now where I could at any day, any point, like if I said, hey, Jim, I'm leaving tomorrow. I'm going to go camp for five days. I have no one to answer to. Yeah. I don't have anybody. You know, I could just lock up, pack a bag and go. Well, and it's and the I, best it is the life best feeling. I've chose. Because the best, that's, the best thing that's happened to me from like closing my skateboard factory and all that, I had close to 100 employees. I had, And then at the time, my, my soon-to-be ex-wife, whatever, she's like, we had a hair salon, so between there, payroll for one business one week, payroll for the next business. I did all the payroll. I had yeah. the, It was hard to ever leave. I don't think I ever went on a vacation for close to 30 yeah. years for more than three or four days. And you have so, all these you know, people and, relied and, and on now, you. now, like the sticker factory, my, my partner Tom does the production. Yeah. I shake the hands, kiss the babies, bring business in, and you know that keeps running. I don't really have to be here. I can work pretty much out of anywhere I get emails I could I forward them you know um, I like not being anchored down you yeah know, it was tough being anchored down I spent a lot of years being anchored down and when I had all the connections all over the world I go skate I couldn't go skate how could I go skate I, I paid my tickets for other people to go skate Europe yeah you know what I, mean? I did Tony Brasino and I had a, a, a podcast he said oh yeah and you, and you sent me to Japan this that and like, I don't even remember because <laughs> like, oh, yep, I've never been but uh Dang. you know um well that was you know yeah that, that's 
that's the trade-off, you know, yep. they're, you know, I, to me, uh, one of these things I want to do like a podcast just on like sponsorship and stuff like that and talk to kids about, so, you know, not that, I don't know if kids they're, can hear it, but like, so they understand what it really it, means. It's there. That is a good one to do. Because no one knows because what the hell it means. The, but, but there's an A to Z on sponsorship. Well, there is. There's a whole rule, but the, can, the, the whole basics can, of just like. You can be sponsored by a shop and be a kid that's killer and you may never get picked up. No. From a bigger company no. than shop sponsorship. Level. All sponsorship means in general is you are an advertising tool for somebody. Yeah, that's all it means. Yeah, and, and it's not doesn't mean you're that good. You're There's, somebody that this company can put a label on. Yeah, well, it helps them sell something. Like, okay, you're a part owner of Chronic Tacos. Guess yeah. what? I eat tacos as good as anyone on earth. Can I be sponsored? Okay. You're gonna give me free tacos? Do I get to come and have free tacos every time? Here. If I meet you there, you'll take me for some tacos. You, I know, yeah, I know. You but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. You're no. not gonna put me on a flow where you're gonna keep giving me free tacos because you heard I'm the best taco eater in town. Yeah. Because yeah. if I don't sell tacos for you, there's no point. Yeah. But that somehow through the whole, the way everyone plays the game in skateboarding, you know, oh, make them feel their everything, lift them up, and then toss them out when you're done, and so on and so forth. They 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 fail to let people know that all you are when you're sponsored is you're an advertising tool. Yeah. You know, I knew that. I mean, yeah. I went and shook Larry Gordon's hand at GNS. Love you. Thank you for the product. Appreciate it. But, you know, I was there because I was supposed to be part of what helped keep their brand image and so on and so forth. And I, yeah. I think that kind of got lost in skateboarding. You know, yeah. kids think the best kid in every town should be sponsored. Like, well, really? Okay. Is the best driver in every town get free cars? No. Free yeah. bicycles? No. You know, so. But it is. So. It's crazy. You look at different sports, too. And you're like, well, there's this pro guy at this golf course. He, I've seen... Because I like trying different things. I like yeah. being around things. I love it. And I've seen a guy like that have the personality, like he was the Tony Hawk or Christian yeah. Asoy of the whole golf world. And you're like, guy, you're... you're but just, you never hear of him yeah, anywhere. Yeah, you're just that guy that is amazing right there. Yeah. But you never leave. It's like the local kid that well, rips one skate park. Yeah. But you take him out of that skate park and you're like, okay, put you here. Let's well, see. so technically, if you go to tennis and golf are great examples... There's all sorts of tennis pros. There's a the local. He's the pro. He's yeah. the he's the local pro at yeah, this yeah. club. He teaches less. Yes. Technically, all pro means is someone who gets paid to do a job. Yep. I mean, if you're an insurance salesman, you're a professional insurance seller. Sure. Yeah. Right. You know, there's, not, there's not a league. You're not gonna, <laughs> the only way you get a bigger paycheck than if you beat the guy across yeah. the street. But you're still you're a professional insurance salesman. But you've and, got and someone who does it for it. nothing. Yeah. I mean, people have asked me before if you're skiing, like, dude, are you am? And it makes me laugh because we lost the whole track. Kids think am means sponsored. No, am ever you're born am. Everyone's born an amateur. Yeah. If you're not a pro, you're an you're an am. You yeah. know, what I mean, but people think now skateboarding, I mean, we have goofy contests called AMs getting paid and stuff like that because there were so many pros we didn't have room for another pro uh -huh. we, have a, we have an amateur contest called AMs getting paid so they feel like they're still part of them it's like skateboarders fucked up skateboarding themselves that's the funny thing yeah. about it you know but uh, uh, yeah but the tennis pros there's a tennis pro golf pro he's the local golf pro but you'll never hear of him because he's yeah. not a pro in a magazine he's not a pro on television yeah um, and uh yeah, skateboarding has a whole different wacky thing. So yeah, there is there's there is a missing link as far as sponsorship and in the understanding. I will have to thank skateboarding though, because it did bring me to where I am today. I mean, no in a sense, what. you say it gave you everything you got. It gave me it, everything it gave I got. You the path. Yep. It gave you the path. So let's talk. Let's talk about. I mean, because it's funny. I know you as you, not so much the jackass thing. That's how my kids know. That's how kids around the yeah, world yeah. know. I've, I don't even know if I've seen every movie. That's nah, just me fine. as a person. Yeah, I've seen no, lots of them. I've seen lots of stunts you guys have done like that. Let's talk about like the jackass family. What? 
How did that happen? What what lured so, you into that? You know, Big Brother Big obviously brother, interview. Yeah, and we started just doing stuff and making the Big Brother videos. Yeah, cool. so they were the skate videos, but in between the skate bits, we did so-called jackass stuff. And we put out four of them. And at the time, Bam was in like CKY. And Bam like was on the East Coast. Like yeah, it, like, there was a CKY, CKY and yeah. they were making those videos. So yeah. his okay. brother was in the camp. Kill yourself, yeah. CKY yeah. Bam. Because I printed stickers for Volcom, yeah. and they were loosely affiliated with CKY and, and all yep. that. Yeah, so. and so Bam started doing the videos where he put out his own skate stuff and did jackass stuff in between. And Jeff Tremaine said, "Let's bring it. Let's collab with Bam." And, and do Jeff this. Tremaine worked at Big Brother? He was the main director of Big Brother Magazine. Okay, all right. Yeah. So he was like the main art editor. director. So editor. Okay. Yep. Editor, yeah. art director, whole editor in chief. Remember JD who worked? Yeah. Yeah, JD was awesome. He yeah. worked for And for JT. John, uh, John Thomas. Thomas. Yeah. yeah. OG John Thomas. Yeah. OG John Thomas. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, and then so you guys started doing the skits and then you just started and doing Jeff the. Said, uh, Jeff said, let's collab with BAM and let's make something, try and, try and get a team. And I think show. you told me this once before, like you guys. It was all kind of a, a loose thing for the first few movies until you got to like the third movie. Is that when you guys finally no. got paid really well? First or was two like seasons. First two seasons of the show. Show. So okay. there was then, three seasons. Then you got kicked yeah, in. Yeah, then we're like... We're like negotiated we some yeah. better terms and stuff like that. And yeah. we want to do a movie. And yeah. then that's when it turned And do big. you guys still get like residuals from that yeah. stuff? Yeah. I still yeah. get checks. Oh, that's from, awesome. Yeah. You know, I, oh, I always told Mailbox me, money. You know, <laughs> even, even being a skateboarder, you know, got royalty checks for skateboard stuff. Yeah. There's nothing better than royalty checks. You know, to get continually paid for something you did a long already. time ago. It's already that, yeah, done. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing. Um, not, not, nothing nothing better than that. So. Mailbox money. Mailbox money, yeah. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, so. And then we're here today. And it was, I made, you know. How many seasons were there total? Three seasons okay. and three movies already out. Okay, all right. And two bonus movies, like right. DVD movies. Okay. So. Right. And you guys are all, is this is it all equally in on the, the, you got a good cut of all those. Everybody, like, yeah. It's all got fair the, now. Yeah. It's kind yeah. Of, yeah. So. Yeah. Good. Yeah. That's awesome. So. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I get, I get, I get stoked when people are successful doing things, you know, it's like when they're good people. Yes. When people are successful and they're assholes. Nah. I freaking just rather bitch yeah. slap them than exactly. even acknowledge Exactly. Acknowledge their existence. That's just like the eating lunch at the hot dog truck. Yeah, or no, eat, it is. yeah it's the same so what, thing. What's, what's, can you think of like, in all of your skateboarding or jackets, or was there any event or time that just blew your mind? Like you could still barely believe it happened, whether it was a premiere or something when you just couldn't even believe it. This was happening to you. This, you know, I'm sure lots of little examples like that. But there was ever was there ever one just overwhelming? Like, whoa, what kind of world did I get myself into? Not in a bad way, but in like an yeah. amazing way. Um, I think it was after the second movie, and. Uh, what happened was like we did the first movie came out and we kind of wrote it for a little bit but when the second movie came out and it really killed uh, I was at this success level um, that I was like let's I want to have I I then became successful where I didn't think about myself I wasn't selfish I was like now I want to take this success I have and make it fun for everybody so you're in the position to do it i'm in the position now to do it so when the second movie came out uh and everybody knew i was and it was rad it was the best movie we put out um in the theaters you know it it did like six weeks or eight weeks and there was a movie theater that had dollar movies and i saw that they got the movie now and they were going to do a dollar friday night and i called them up and i said okay how many seats do you have and they go we have 250 i go i want to buy them all 
I'm going to promote that people come and see the movie there. We're just going to have fun. And I did it. They got so many calls. They had to put it in four theaters. So that's a thousand seats. So they showed it four times. They said, you paid for the first time. We covered the rest. Or maybe I paid for two and they covered the rest or something. And we had four theaters filled. Me and my friends were there. And I went into each theater. I told them to start it at like 8, 8.15, so 8.30. Could, could rotate. And I went in. I thanked everybody. I was so stoked. And I'm like, I can't believe I'm at this position yeah. in life where yeah. I'm showing Standing in front of a group saying yeah. like, thanks for coming to see my movie yeah. that I'm in. Yeah. Yeah. And then the second time that happened was the third film, the the Monday after the premiere, premiered on, a, on, on that Friday, the Monday after, I grabbed eight reels of film to show the whole movie. And I took it all across... Uh, Afghanistan, Iraq, Kuwait, and different areas, and showed it to the military. How cool. Because they wouldn't have seen it for another six months. And I brought it to them the weekend it came out to show them. How rad is that? And I was like, dude, how do I get to do, like... No, that, that's, that's exactly the kind of stuff that yeah, I think people don't usually like, get to hear. Like, how, do I, how did I become this rad? Like, boom, there you go. That's what makes me stoked. That's happy moments. Well, it's also what makes you rad. I mean, I've, yeah. whatever we met, what the 80s we said, is that 30 years ago or that? Yeah. Um, you've never acted different to me the whole time. Nope. Right? You never acted like I'm cooler than you now. I'm, you nope. know, whatever. Never and that, And Well, I, I'm glad. I mean, that's that's good. That's why you're here. Some people yeah. who've done that, they, they're never going to be here because I don't waste my time with them anyways. But like, you know. Um, but uh, that's good. It's, 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 yeah. it's no. a great story. You have to be humble. You have to be cool. You gotta remember. Where well, because it doesn't came. last forever, and you know you, that. Remember, you don't know yeah. when this. When this yeah, is, is we this thought, the last one. Might thought, be the last no, one. Might we thought not it was be. the last one when we yeah, did the first for one. For sure. Yeah. Then we thought it was the last one when we did the yeah. second one. You know, we don't know. You never know. Jackass, the video game, already came out. Did it? Okay. And it so was, you know it was, that. You know that. It was. Like, it wasn't the, yeah, the reason you don't know. Yeah, wasn't that good. Yeah. Well, it's also because I wish. I'm being honest. I wish. It would it got taken to the wrong place to be made. I understand. I wish it was taken to the people who designed Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Yeah, game. I get it totally. Get if it. it was done there, that game would have blown minds. Well, the reason I said it because conceptually it would yeah. work. Yeah, right. So uh, it would have, but it was brought to the wrong people. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. So. <laughs> Oh, uh, the yeah. crazy world we live in. Yeah. So, well, shit, we could probably talk forever, but I mean, we just, I yeah. want to get you in here. We'll have to do this every six months. And Let's do it about, every six. You know what? It'll be good. Sessions. It'll be good between six sessions and this. One of the next big ones will be after the next movie comes out. Because like then, then we, we can, can talk it about it. Yeah. Hype it up and all that. So, yeah. but you're excited about it. You've been having oh, fun on the start dude. and you, and you, I you wish, know what's in it. So you're stoked on, uh, I wish I could say, yeah. I yeah. I'm say. not going to go there. Cause I no, no, no. But is there anything that's ever been proposed for a movie where everyone said, no, nope. no fucking uh-uh. way. So everyone's been ballsy enough to try all the stupid I will, stuff. I will drop this little hint. This one already is better than the others. Oh, there you go. That's good. A little yeah. build up. Guys out there. All I will say. Jackass fans, be ready. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having me. You're Jim. getting you're getting teased. Yeah, uh, no, it was awesome having you. And uh, anything you want to say to skateboarders in general? I will say this because it skateboarding has changed in this way. We were talking about sponsorships and all that. Don't skate to get sponsored. Skate just because you love it. I agree, and that's the only one. And tricks that, don't mean anything. Tricks unless don't you, mean unless anything unless you enjoy doing them. If you love skating down the beach. 
to the pier and back and that just feels super good to you and it releases your mind of all the crap you've been doing through the day do that all day long that's the most right successful there. thing you could ever do right there yeah you're more than successful doing that and Perfect. that's it yep well thank you for coming by hell yeah jim uh, always a pleasure thank you and we're gonna sign off on listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube